Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hi, this is George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Bolder, and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Are you being a good role model for your clients? Wow, a little bit of self-accountability in today's episode, one that some people might find a little bit uncomfortable, but ultimately, if you dare to go there and if you connect with that aspect of yourself that I'm trying to talk to and talk about right now, then you are going to thank me for it later. The question, the challenge is, are you being a good role model for your clients? Are you even being a good role model for your kids? Quite often with entrepreneurs and business owners, I often say, look, you know, your kids don't learn how to be adults by what you tell them. They learn by watching what you're doing. You can't be a complete dickhead for 23 and a half hours of the day and then sit around the dining room table for half hour a day preaching and lecturing kids on how to be a good human being and then expect them to listen and follow your orders for that 30 minutes as opposed to watching what you're demonstrating to them for the other 23 and a half hours. It's actually the same with our clients. You know, we, we need to set an example, especially if you're a service-based business. And I want to clarify what I mean by being a good role model. So let's say, for example, you're a personal trainer. If you're a personal trainer, do you have to be fitter than every person that comes to you to train? The answer is no. In fact, I've seen many people call out personal trainers who are a bit overweight or might lead a less than perfect athletic sports person lifestyle. And I've seen a lot of people criticizing that. They're saying, would you go to a personal trainer that clearly wasn't in the best possible shape? Well, actually, the answer is yes, maybe, depending on who they are and depending on what I want to get out of it. And it really comes down to their credentials and their ability to connect with me and their ability to get me the result that I want. So am I the biggest business in my success groups? Not by a long shot. I've got businesses in there now that are multiple millions in turnover. One guy in there, he's part of a business that's doing like, I think, 20 million now. I'm a long way from being the biggest business in my club. Does that matter? Well, it shouldn't because my ability to coach other business owners to create the revenues and the business they want should not be dependent on what I've created in my own business because fundamentally my business is a very different business to theirs. So should an accountant judge me because they're doing twice the turnover of me and they want to go to double again? Should they judge me and my ability to help them on that journey based on my own turnover? I would argue no. And if they do, they're missing out on a really big opportunity because I have successfully mentored both one-to-one and through success groups, many businesses to achieve much bigger results than I currently have in my own business. One of my previous lives, my previous backgrounds was that of a martial arts coach. I was a kickboxing instructor. And any, like any sports coach would tell you this, I'm sure, right? 
They want you to be better than they are, and they want you to be better than they ever were. Otherwise, they're in the wrong job. If the best boxer is outside the ring coaching another boxer, then that other boxer should be the one that's probably in the ring, right? The coach is the best coach. The personal trainer is the best personal trainer. Not to the world, but to their specific client base. So let me make this really clear to you. What I'm saying about being a good role model to your clients, this doesn't mean that you have to be fitter, slimmer, more athletic than your clients if you're a personal trainer. It doesn't mean you have to be a bigger business in order to be able to coach another business that's bigger than you. It doesn't mean that you have to be the epitome of perfection in all things business and life. It's just a question which says, are you living your life in a way that the people that spend money to be served by you in business or to buy your product in business, do they look at you with respect? Do they look at you as someone setting an example, a positive example in the world? So you could be a small business, but you can still inspire a much bigger business because of your ethics, because of your values, because of your work ethic, because of what you're doing in society, because of how you approach things with your clients, because of the impact you're having with your clients, because of the relationship you build with your clients. Does this make sense? Are you setting an example for those people associated with your business? And specifically, we're talking about here, are you a good role model for your clients? But the question could also be, are you a good role model for your employees, for your staff, for the other people that are connected to your business, that help you run your business, whether it's people you outsource to or suppliers? Are you setting an example for them? Are you setting an example for them to be proud of you? It's always been something that I've tried desperately to do in my own life. It's not about being the biggest. It's not about being the best. It's not about being the fittest or the slimmest or anything like that. The world is full of inspirational business gurus who are you know, ripped up, leaned up, shirts off, on stage, all shiny teeth and everything else, okay? Hollow, empty fucking nonsense. Self-serving people that make themselves successful use that success that they've made off the back of their audiences to show them, to inspire them, of how great they are to get more money to build their success on the back of their audiences. For me, it's always been a case, really simple, right? Which is when people see me, whether it's in a business capacity, a private capacity, when they see me at my best, but also when they see me at my worst, am I setting an example for them where they feel proud to belong to my club? They feel proud to introduce me as their mentor or their coach? Just recently, I filmed uh, an interview sequence for a documentary that's being made that one of my clients has gone through an incredible story uh, during his lifetime. And I picked him up uh, probably about two years ago and worked with him for at least a year, I think, maybe slightly longer. And he's gone on to achieve incredible things, not just in business, by the way, but actually just him as an individual. I won't share too much, but he's had some real struggles in his time. And he's got quite a colorful story, quite a shocking story at times. And uh, he's really setting an example, I believe, of of what we could all be and how we could all approach life, you know, and certainly how we can forgive ourselves of our worst, because this guy's worst is probably a lot worse than your worst so far. And therefore, if he can forgive himself and if we can forgive him, 
that it shows us that we can also forgive ourselves. And I think there's so much to learn from it, which is why I agreed to be part of the project. And it was just so nice for this guy to introduce me to everybody else that's working on this documentary as being the guy that worked with him, you know, being, he didn't refer to me as his coach because I don't, I don't refer to him as a coach. I'm not a coach. That's not what I do. It's the simplest thing to kind of say what I do to kind of give people an idea of what I do. Um, so he wouldn't refer to me as his coach, if you like. But just him introducing me as the person that's been in his corner and helped him to get from where he was to where he is now. It was just so, it was nice to be respected like that. It was nice to see that pride in him. And then when I did the, the interview for the documentary, everything in me wanted to live up to that for him. Yes, my own pride is in there. Of course it is. But fundamentally, when I showed up, I wanted to do this guy proud. He'd introduced me to his audience. He'd introduced me to his documentary crew. He's going to introduce me to the world that watches his video. And I wanted to do him proud. I wanted to live up to his expectations. I wanted the rest of the world to see me how he sees me. And the world, I think, is full of people that don't take that responsibility on. Or they take that responsibility far too lightly. Is it a burden? Yeah. Is it a pressure? Yeah. But I tell you now, it means you raise your standards to such a level that you become proud of yourself, that you start to really respect yourself. And when you carry yourself with your own sense of pride and your own self-respect and your self-esteem and self-confidence levels start to dramatically improve, you carry yourself in a way that brings more force to the world, brings more of you to the world. You get to change more of the world in the way that you want it to be. And you get to be more successful in business. You get to be more influential as a business leader, more influential as a team leader, as a manager. You get to become more influential in sales. People will see you and they'll see in you something that they want to see in themselves. It could be anything. Yes, it could be your health and your physique and your fitness. Of course, it can be that. It can be your bank balance. Of course, it can be that. But it could also be your care and attention to your clients. It could be your willingness to put yourself out there. It could be your, your maverick. Going back to the episode we put out on Monday, okay, episode 223, about bringing your maverick to the forefront of life and business. It could be that people respect that in you. People respect the fact that you're yourself, that you're honest and you're open and you're authentic. And people that feel closed down and feel like society's judging them, if they see you shining brightly in everything you are and all your flaws and vulnerabilities, it makes it safe for them to do so. They'll be proud to do business with you. They'll look up to you. But also you'll have that positive impact on their life because they will be inspired to create change. Change like that often happens by osmosis, just being in the presence of people that we respect, being in the presence of people we look up to and admire, being in the presence of really good positive role models makes us perform better, be better. It makes us grow as people almost by osmosis, just that little bit of pressure, positive pressure from inside of us that calls ourselves out. When we see someone being authentic and we feel scared to be authentic, we get excited about the possibility for ourselves. But also we can potentially call ourselves out and say, look, why aren't you being more like that? It happens when we watch a great film. It happens when we read a great autobiography. 
You know, we look at the book and we read the book. We don't sit there, I hope not anyway, and just say, oh my God, Richard Branson's are amazing. The big reason that autobiography or one of his many autobiographies are so inspiring is because part of it calls us out and says, you know, what am I doing in my life? Why am I thinking so small? I often talk about autobiographies like Richard Branson's, for example, or, you know, Gordon Ramsay's Humble Pie. I love it. And you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger's Total Recall. I love autobiographies for these people. And I always say too many people read the book and they read the book and go, oh, my God, man, this is amazing. Oh, my God, this is amazing. And they put the book on the shelf and say, oh, my God, Arnold Schwarzenegger is so incredible. Oh, my God, Sylvester Stallone is so incredible. Gordon Ramsay is so incredible. The reason they wrote their autobiographies, well, yeah, it was to share their life with you, but it was to share their stories with you. And like all stories... They're there to inspire you, right? To reflect on your own life, to to grow, to be bigger, to be better, to challenge ourselves in our own thinking, to dare to think bigger, to hold ourselves to higher standards, to hold ourselves accountable for our shortfallings, to make it okay to be vulnerable, to make it okay to fail, to make it okay to be flawed, to make mistakes. And I want you to really embrace the fact that you can be that for other people as well. You don't have to be an Arnold Schwarzenegger or Richard Branson before you can inspire people. You can be a one-man band and you can come to a customer. Let's say you're a B2B business. You're a one-man band and you serve other small businesses and you deal with that client in such a professional way, but such a friendly way, such a supportive way, such an organized way that they feel the need to tell you how amazing what it is that you're doing are. They might say, yeah, your products are great, your services are great. But can I just say the way you did this was incredible. I want them to have that experience with you because when they have that experience with you, it's obviously standing out to them because it's not normal to them. It's not normal in terms of them receiving that from other people. But also, of course, it must be to some degree alien to themselves. Otherwise, they wouldn't be quite so shocked by it as well. And in doing so, you have rubbed off on that person. You've been a role model for that client. They'll think about you. They'll think about you in terms of your honesty, your authenticness, your closeness, your willing to work so hard for the client, whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be around work. It could be in just your personal life, being the parent that you are, the role model that you are to your children, and then how other people look at how you are with your kids and how you are with your business and they see that and it inspires them to want to be more like that. The main title was, are you being a good role model for your clients? I've expanded upon that into all areas of life around business. If you want your staff to work hard, then you need to work hard. You'll be a good role model for that. If you want your customers to be taken care of by your support team, then you need to take care of your support team in a way that you expect them to take care of your clients. Again, I see it too much in business. As businesses get bigger, the leaders get lazy and the leaders expect more out of their teams than they do out of themselves. And they're always left wondering, why aren't my team pushing harder? Why aren't my teams working harder? Why aren't my teams, I don't know, be more deliberate with my clients? Why aren't they working tirelessly to give my clients a better experience? Why aren't they doing their admin properly? Why aren't they on top of this? Why aren't they? I see it over and over again. And it's just like the parent when they come to me and say, why is my kid like this? And why is my kid like that? And why is my kid like this? And I say, look in the mirror, 
Look in the mirror and really ask yourself, am I setting all the positive examples in life that I want them to live their own lives by? If I am, the good news is it's somebody else. Somebody else is fucking with your staff's minds. Something else is fucking with your kids. But I tell you now, as uncomfortable as it is, nine times out of 10, it's the mirror stares straight back and you see it all. And it's like, but I had the team meeting and I told my team, you know, work the extra hours, put the extra attention in. And I fucked off to the golf course and, you know, I did a half day here and I went off on holiday and had 50 days holiday last year, etc. Right, you get what I'm saying? You know, I've worked with businesses where the leaders and the owners have earned the right to sit back on their businesses. But I've also shared with them, do not underestimate how that appears to your team. And when you're driving your team really hard and pushing them really hard, they are not meant to care about the 10 years when you were doing 80 hours a week, the 10 years where you never had a holiday, the 10 years where you took it all on your shoulders and now you're enjoying the fruits of your labor. They're not bothered by that. They can't see it. They don't care about that. What they're looking at is if they're working really hard and you're not, it doesn't feel right. It's not setting a great example. Now, I know this is exhausting and tiring because equally, I say to those business owners, it's your business. You've earned the absolute right to live the way you want to live and you've earned the right to cash in those rewards. But don't underestimate the role model you're being to your clients. And if you're being perceived as being lazy, then don't be surprised that your staff end up taking on that personality trait as well, just like your kids. You can't tell your kids, don't smoke, don't smoke, and then smoke your ass off. Don't drink, don't drink, and then keep drinking. Make sure you're fit and healthy, but then go and eat McDonald's yourself every night. You don't get to do that. It's hypocrisy, and everyone can see hypocrisy. If you want the world around you to improve, you need to improve yourself. If you want your clients to look up to you and respect you, then you need to be someone that's worthy of that respect. If you want your staff to go out there and put in the extra hours, then so do you need to be seen to do that. If you want your staff to go the extra mile, then you need to be seen to do that. And of course, it's not a case of as your business grows, you are out there tirelessly with your clients to show them how to be tirelessly with those clients because that's not your job anymore. You run the business. You set the example with the team. If I go the extra mile for my team, my team will go the extra mile for my clients. So I want you just to stand in front of that mirror for a moment. And I want you to, number one, acknowledge all of the positives that are in you right now, in your business, in how you function, in your personality, in what you do, in your care, your attention, how much you love what you do, how much energy you bring to your life and business. I want you to take in all of the good stuff. And you always want to start with this. Reward yourself and feel good and feel self-pride and feel the self-respect for all the things that you deserve it for. Because way too often, we don't take the time to truly appreciate ourselves. So first of all, just take that in. Acknowledge yourself. Acknowledge what a good job you're doing. And then dare to be naked and dare to see where maybe you're not being the optimum role model. The one where you know you're lowering your own standards. And there's no rules. There's no rules on anything. But there is cause and effect. You can live your life however you want. You can take 100 days holiday a year. You can do three hours a day work. You can do all of that. You can sit in your office all day long, smoking cigars, eating ice cream and drinking Jack Daniels. You can do all of that. 
but there's cause and effect. It will have an impact to your staff. It has an impact to your clients. So think about the impact you want to have in the world. Think about what you want to get back out out of the world. Think about the results you want to get back in your business, in life. Think about how you want people to feel about you. And then look at yourself and be honest and say, am I living into that person that commands that return, commands that respect, commands those results? And if not, and let's be honest, in certain areas you won't, as will I, also not be perfect in every area. And I'll also call bullshit on myself as well. The challenge then is, am I willing to hold myself accountable to bring in more of myself to this area? Am I willing to hold myself accountable to being the person that I want other people to be around me? Am I willing to hold myself accountable to doing what I want other people to do? Am I willing to hold myself accountable to being that person that other people respect? Every time I've ever gone out there in this world, whether it's on stage, whether it's on camera, this documentary, whenever I've got my members in the audience or whenever I've got a client present, it's always for me the pressure of not letting them down is way more than the pressure of letting myself down. I don't go there thinking, you know what? This is all about me. It's all about me shining. It's all about me, me. It's not about that. For me, it's about my clients. It's about my members. I remember when I was on stage a couple of years ago, about 700, I think it was, 800 people in the audience. And I had about 20, 25 of my success group members in the audience. We had a little bit of a road trip. We had a bit of a party that night. It was awesome, right? And I remember being on that stage. Whilst I was talking to seven, 750 people, I remember clearly speaking directly on behalf of all of my members. I remember thinking, my members are in the audience right now, and really they are all that matters. I want to do them so proud that later in the evening when we go to the party or when we go to the bar and they bump into someone else and I'm there, I want them to feel so proud that they are my client. I want them to be so proud that they are part of my success groups. The pressure it puts on me is quite formidable. It's quite a responsibility, but it means that when I show up, I bring absolutely every single thing I can to that. When I did the recording for this documentary, I got myself into this headspace going in, which was all about, I wanted to bring the absolute best. It would be easy. I was tired. I was knackered. It was a Saturday morning. I had loads of work on. I could have, number one, just turned him down and not done it. Number two, I could have just shown up. I could have done a, probably a 70% job without any mental prepping at all. I could have gone in there and done an 80, 85% job if I just sort of shaken my head, splashed some water in my face and then taken a few deep breaths. But you know what? All the way up to this documentary, all I'm thinking to myself is this. I want to be the person that makes this guy proud to put me on his film. I want him to be proud when people see me side by side with him in his own documentary. I want my members to be proud of me when they see me on stage, to feel proud that they are part of what I've created, but also feel proud in front of everybody else around them when they say to them that they are part of my group, that they are one of my clients. It's not about me. I'm just using it as an example. This is about you, your clients, your life, your business. Who do you need to be in order to inspire 
what you want to inspire. It's not about having a bigger bank balance than someone. It's not about having a slimmer waistline than someone or a bigger bicep measurement than someone. It's about who you're being and what you're bringing and is that inspiring in the ways that you want to inspire that make you feel proud of who you are and make you respect the hell out of what you're doing. Nice one. Thanks for listening. As always, I do not take it lightly that you've chosen to give me this time. There is a lot going on right now, a lot of pressures in life. There's a lot of people out there that are demanding your time and your attention. And therefore, I truly respect that you've given me these 25 minutes. My commitment to you is always the same, which is to give you the best possible content I can to reward you for your time here. In the links of this episode, you'll also see some links to some other resources here designed specifically to help you to grow your business. If you are ready to take your business to the next level, whether you're just launching a business, whether you're growing your business from 20, 30, 40, 50K, and you want to break 100 grand in the next 12 months or so, or whether you've broken 100K, maybe 200, 300, 400, and you want to scale that business to create the lifestyle that you want, but to continue the growth that you've had in your business, then we will have a group that is perfect for you. At Success Groups, we take businesses from launch, through building of their businesses, through to scaling of their businesses. We help people go through that entire life cycle. We've had businesses go from 50K to 120K in 12 months. We've had businesses go from 50K two years ago to be doing 50K a month plus, month on month right now, two years later. We have businesses go from 150K to 350 to 750, 1.5 million, 2.2 million onwards and upwards. If you're ready to grow your business, if you're ready to be part of a community where you are there to support people every bit as much as they're there to support you, if you want to belong to something, a group of people that are doing something really special in their businesses, then please do go and check us out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. If you're ready for a conversation, Tracy Miller, my partner in life and in business, we'd love to have a conversation with you to share with you how we can help you on your ongoing entrepreneurial journey. You can email her at Tracy with an E dot Miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. I'll put those links in the descriptions as well. At Success Groups, we help you set your goals, to find your goals, to find your vision. We help you with your business model, your pricing, your pitching, your sales. We help you with your digital marketing. We help you stay on track with your goals with accountability. We support you with innovations and new ideas and creativity. We're creating something incredibly special. I'd love you to be a part of that. And one day, I'd love you to hopefully be proud to call me your mentor as well. I would love to see you in one of our groups. Until then, I will see you here next time. And as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 